Like many Alaskans, I love spending time outside, hiking, biking, kayaking, skiing, the works. My brother's like that too, although he's taken a step further, he's a wilderness guide. Um, but that hasn't always been the case. In the summer of 2002, I was a tubby 10-year-old. My brother was a tubby 9-year-old. I liked to sit around drinking soda, uh, eating, reading, playing video games. I wasn't outdoorsy and I wasn't active. Um, I, I remember being particularly shocked and hurt one time when my parents on a school shopping trip told me to go look for husky jeans. <laughs> While my parents uh, are pretty adventurous people, they're also really lazy. Uh, <laughs> we did a lot of stuff outside in the summers, but when we did, it was things that had a high gear to low activity ratio. We went car camping, uh, we went rafting, which is car camping on water. <laughs> and a lot of these trips were spontaneous and half-assed. One time we took borrowed four-wheelers and a minibike back to the campground at the end of Aklutna Lake, and my dad forgot my mom's sleeping bag. You can make of that what you will. Then my mom read about the Russian Lakes Trail uh, in an Alaskan magazine. 21 and 3 quarter miles of trail connecting the upper and lower Russian lakes with three public use cabins connecting them. Uh, they booked, you can be either hiked or biked. My parents decided to bike it. They booked the middle cabin, Aspen Flats, and the cabin bordering lower Russian lake or the barber cabin. The problem was we had never been mountain biking before. <laughs> My brother and I were luckier than my parents. Uh, my, my grandparents had made it a point in our childhood to buy us a nice bike every summer so that we could pedal our husky selves around town. Uh, but my parents were using these heavy, neon green, like, beasts of bikes. Um, and to those bikes, we booked, or we bolted Walmart special bike racks. And to those bike racks, we bungee corded and boat strapped Walmart special neon yellow waterproof bags. My brother and I were lucky in that we only had to take care of our bags with our clothes inside of them. My parents, on the other hand, were each carrying 70 liter internal frame backpacks. In those backpacks, we stuffed every piece of camping gear that we owned, uh, save for a tent, including a green Coleman four-burner propane stove. <laughs> Finally, my dad carried a shotgun. <laughs> we left Anchorage really late. My parents blame each other for this. I tend to believe them both. <laughs> but we didn't get to the trailhead till about 5 p.m. My dad advocated staying at a campground nearby and getting a fresh start in the morning but my mom was having none of it. My mom was often the willpower behind our trips, and this was no exception. When we decided to leave, the thinking was, it's summer in Alaska, we're not gonna lose daylight, and we're on bikes. The 13 miles in the middle cabin will fly by. We almost immediately started walking our bikes. <laughs> we were going at a reasonable pace, but I would hesitate to call it fast when it got slower. Uh, my mom rolled her ankle and fell off the side of the trail into the grass, bringing her bike with her. Uh, one of the memories I have from growing up, or continuous memories from growing up, is my mom being in either a walking boot or a 
ankle brace because she, she broke her ankle really badly in high school and was continually re-aggravating it or re-breaking it. And so our obvious initial fear was that she had rebroken it. Luckily, she hadn't. She just twisted it, and it hurt a lot. But after a little bit, she got up, and we kept going. By this point, it was starting to get pretty dark. I had a continual loop in my mind of three things. The bare awareness warnings at the trailhead. My dad saying, there's tall grass in here. I hope we don't spook any bears, while conspicuously moving his shotgun within reach. <laughs> and what I, at the time, imagined a bear attacking me would look like. <laughs> Suddenly, there was a loud noise to the side of the trail. A blur exploded out of the grass, and my dad let out a long string of obscenities. <laughs> Standing in the trail was a startled and disgruntled ptarmigan. <laughs> my dad muttered something about it being a lucky bird, put the gun away, and we continued on our way. At this point, we hadn't even made it to the first cabin, which we were supposed to get past to get to our cabin. But my parents decided, occupied, unoccupied, or anywhere in between, we were staying in the first cabin. <laughs> At the, every bend or crest in the trail, my dad would say, I think I see the cabin. And for the first few times, it actually boosted my morale. But the last time he said it, he actually did see the cabin. And we walked up after a few gruff, hello in the cabin from my dad. It actually was empty. We opened it, and it was fine. That night, we uh, were cold and weary, but we settled in and went to bed. The next morning, we woke up, we loaded our bikes, and we continued on the trail for what turned out to be a wonderfully eventful trip. My brother got charged by a moose. We met a guy from Montana that had bear sprayed himself. I heard wolves for the first time howling. Sure, we didn't make it 13 miles the first day, but we did make it almost 10. And then the next day, we made it almost 10 more. And a few days later, we made it to the car. 21 and 3 quarter miles, together, every mile as a family. Thank you. Thank you.